Welcome to WTIP's Outdoor News Podcast. I'm Joe Fredericks. I'm Callie Hawkins. Callie, hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) Good something. Good something. Whenever. Good good day out. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever people might be listening, uh, it's the Outdoor News Podcast. We're going to hear today, Callie. There's so much happening now that it's July and summer. I mean, it's like full swing for Lake Superior, angling, things happening on the Superior Hiking Trail, as you shared with us in the last episode. The Boundary Waters is just unbelievably busy right now. In fact, I was just downtown in Grand Marais and got a permit uh, for my trip over the 4th of July, and there were like three people behind me. There were people getting gear in the parking lot. It's just busy outdoor recreation time. The North Shore and up the Gunflint Trail and the listening area. So we're going to talk about a specific type of fish today that we usually talk about in the winter for ice fishing, lake trout. And so when we talk about it on the inland lakes, of course, Lake Superior, when you're out at Isle Royal and things, you're catching lake trout all summer and stuff. But uh, we're going to talk about the fact that lake trout stocking is being discontinued for Cook County Lakes, at least temporarily. So it's like breaking news. I mean, in certain circles, this is going to be huge news. Uh, so we're going to share that report for the first time publicly to, to our knowledge anyway. But before we get into that last week, Callie, if you'll remember, I gave a teaser of sorts about some mountain lion sightings that we'd heard around Cook County. Yeah, there's been a few. Right. I mean, it was verified at least through uh, some documentation that people were having eyewitness accounts, uh, not necessarily the DNR was there saying, yes, this is absolutely it. But we did speak with the DNR about it. And we're going to hear from uh, someone from that agency in just a moment. But I did some networking before our podcast today. And there's a former park manager at Cascade National Park right here on the North Shore, Al Hodap, Cook County resident. And he had some encounters from his years working at Cascade National Park. This is where these recent sightings were in Uh, the Pike Lake area near Cascade River and Cascade Park. And Al said, yeah, when I was a park manager in the mid-90s, I had some sightings with cougars. And in fact, one time he had a cougar that went into the river. He witnessed this when there was this other couple there too. The cougar was actually in the Cascade River and it kind of got caught in like an eddy or something. Al emailed this to me and he says, the cougar was like spinning clockwise it couldn't get out of this whirlpool that it was in. And they're watching this mountain lion in the Cascade River going around in circles. And it eventually it got out. They think it maybe like was just walking or was going after some some ducks or something. Who knows why it was in the river in the first place. And then it just got pulled downstream and got caught in this eddy. It finally managed to get out, kind of did a look at them. They're looking at it. And it took off. Could you imagine seeing that? <laughs> right, I <know. laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to picture that in my head. Of a mountain lion in a whirlpool in a river. <laughs> On the North Shore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, pretty wild. And these encounters that people have been having more recently now in 2022, in June, we had four sightings that we knew about. Potentially there were more. Uh, so we did talk to the DNR about the likelihood, the possibility that there would be a cougar in the area. Uh, this is John Erb. He's a fur bear specialist for the DNR. He's based in Grand Rapids. This is John talking about the possibility of there being a cougar. Yeah, it's it's certainly a possibility. Um, we uh, we've had uh, since I started keeping track of of what we consider more verified observations. We we've, we've had probably seventy five uh, in our database that we've entered. We don't know they're all different cats, but but anyway, seventy five or so verified observations, and they range 
from the far northeast to the far southwest, there's pretty much no part of Minnesota that hasn't had one. There's not there's not a clustering area where they're all in one part of the state. They're they're literally every corner of the state, um, and that includes some up the North Shore, um, you know, Two Harbors area, and some areas maybe a little north up towards Tower Ely. I can't remember if we've had any as far up as Grand Marais, but I remember a year or two ago there was one. I think found dead or hit by a car up by Thunder Bay. Um, and so uh, it's logical that anywhere in the state is a fair game for, for a cougar to be uh, detected or show up. All right. Well, that's John Erb. He is the fur bear specialist for the DNR, Minnesota Department of Natural Resources, talking about these possible cougar sightings in Cook County. We do have a, a, another full interview. You can hear a lot of that discussion with John on the website, WTIP.org. Let's get into today's episode, though. We're going to talk about lake trout and what the future is for them and some Boundary Waters lakes, Cook County lakes. Let's jump into today's episode. Lake trout in Cook County are on their own when it comes to sustaining their populations on lakes in or near the Boundary Waters and the Gunflint Trail Corridor. Only one Cook County lake was stocked with lake trout in 2022, Following that, there are currently no stockings of lake trout scheduled for any local lakes. That is actually it for uh, Cook County Lakes um, for the foreseeable future. Uh, There's a chance, you know, if we start to see some declines that may be associated with changes in a system that we might step in with um, a new stocking regime for a particular lake. But yeah, at this point, you know, we've basically considered all of our lake trout lakes to be naturalized or if they're a native lake um you know still persisting at abundances that we consider you know acceptable as far as the fisheries they provide and you know the habitat available within the lake as well that's matt weberg the interim Marais area fisheries supervisor for the minnesota department of natural resources based in Marais. a recent decision by the dnr to discontinue at least temporarily lake trout stocking is both a success story and an indication into how hard it can be to reintroduce fish species into area lakes once they vanish. East Bearskin Lake in the Mid-Gunflint Trail area is a perfect example of the latter. The DNR stocked somewhere between 5,000 to 6,000 lake trout in East Bearskin in 2021. With a few pockets that reach over 60 feet deep in the lake, the DNR's hope was that by stocking lake trout in the popular water body, the population of Lakers would recover, if not thrive. Lake trout were historically found in East Bearskin, but fishing pressure and the introduction of species such as smallmouth bass impacted the number of lake trout in the lake. Serving as an entry point to the Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness, East Bearskin is popular throughout the year and had the potential to serve as a setting for local ice anglers hoping to catch a lake trout, in addition to those fishing by watercraft. The problem is, after dumping more than 24,500 lake trout into East Bearskin over the course of about a decade, with that effort ending with the 2021 stocking, the population of lake trout did not take. In fact, it appears the stocking of lake trout in East Bearskin was largely a failure. Yeah, it's probably a combination of factors. East Bearskin Lake is one of our shallower native lake trout lakes. Prior to the 1950s, they were uh, here in fairly unknown abundances, but there are records of lake trout being native to the lake. 
since that time, the, the lakes fish community has become more diverse. And uh, one thing that we've noted throughout our lake trout management history up in Cook County is lake trout tend to do best in the uh, simplest of settings. So additions of other predator species like walleye and smallmouth bass in combination with lakes that have uh, fairly limited deep cold oxygenated habitat tended to have more of an effect on lake trout abundance and in this case the native fish uh, winked out around the 1950s. The most recent uh, reintroduction effort was just an opportunity to give it another go and see if uh, a different strain of fish might might be able to get a foothold in here and as we saw in some of the other lakes in the mid-trail area that also have experienced um, increases in the fish diversity and also had similarly limited uh, lake trout habitat. Um, those efforts didn't seem to work out. Weberg says stocking lake trout in some lakes along the Gunflint Trail that historically held the cherished native species does not always work. Yeah, um, so Poplar Lake is probably one of the most notable ones. Uh, it's a it's a very um, complex lake with uh, just kind of one main basin that has been shown to support uh, some lake trout habitat in most summers. Efforts there were fairly short-lived after a handful of stockings and, you know, no reports of any lake trout being caught in I think maybe only one or two being seen during our lake survey um, that was concluded. Um, another lake is Hungry Jack Lake. Uh, similar similar results were seen there, and Flower Lake is another one as well. Uh, we we saw some preliminary success in that one, similar to East Bearskin Lake, but uh, those stocking efforts and and the results from them have have shown a similar pattern to East Bearskin here. So, uh, Flower Lake was also discontinued fairly recently. Stocking fish is an expensive endeavor. It's not cheap to spawn, grow, and then truck fish to where they eventually need to be stocked. In this case, the Gunflint Trail. Lake trout stocking is also complex, as the DNR strives to keep the strain locally sourced whenever possible, Weberg explains. Uh, The lake trout program is a little bit different than uh, some of our other traditional stock trout species. The current strain of lake trout being stocked into Minnesota inland lakes comes from Mountain Lake, which is a U.S. border water accessed primarily through the Portage Trail from Clearwater Lake. So our efforts there have included uh, every three years or so a spawn take from a spawning reef on the U.S. side of the lake. Those fish are spawned, the eggs are fertilized, and then brought down to the Peterson State Fish Hatchery in southeast Minnesota. Our egg takes nowadays are primarily to revitalize some of the the wild genetics for the broodstock fish held at the um, state fish hatchery. The fish that are produced there are from the broodstock are primarily the ones being stocked into uh, Minnesota lake trout lakes. As for why the stocking of lake trout is coming to an end, at least temporarily, Weberg says it's not always a gloom and doom scenario driving the data. Yeah, absolutely. We've got a number of them that remain very popular with anglers. Some of them in this kind of mid-trail area where we're, we are now include uh, Moss Lake, Mayhew Lake, and uh, another one closer to Grand Marais, Chemo Lake, and then another um, Edge of the Boundary Waters Lake that's popular with a lot of folks, Ram Lake. Those were all stocked for many years. Because we have the mark markings or the, the clipped fins to identify stocked fish as opposed to wild fish. We've really been able to monitor the levels of natural production in the lake 
and also see you know how much our stocking efforts are contributing and so with with those lakes specifically and there's some others as well uh, we basically started to see the population being completely dominated by natural produced fish and at abundance levels that we had um, identified as goals within our lake management plans. So the combination of those two factors really kind of made it pretty easy to say this this population's doing really well and they're doing it pretty much on their own at this point. You know, made it made us comfortable to say I think we can walk away and just monitor how things are going. Across Minnesota, fish stocking plays an important role in a recreational fishing economy that's worth many millions of dollars annually. Stocking of trout, including rainbows, brook trout, brown trout, splake, and lake trout, is a key management tool that the Grand Marais Fisheries Office has utilized to bolster the local fishing scene. And in many examples, the effort has largely worked. Meanwhile, the DNR has another consideration to make as they look to the future of stocking lake trout in and near the boundary waters. Climate change. Yeah, that's pretty much what it comes down to. You know, we've got... A lot of lake trout lakes in Cook County that are fairly small and fairly shallow um, in terms of being a lake trout lake and and with the the projections for the climate in Cook County although things might be a little bit slower to come to fruition up here than other parts of the state they are projecting you know uh, continued loss of cold well oxygenated habitat Um, that's particularly going to affect our smaller shallower lake trout lakes you know, each summer, uh, during the peak of the summer, all these smaller lakes are squeezed. The, the amount of available uh, optimal habitat for lake trout becomes very reduced, and um, some of them might reach a tipping point. All right, Callie, well, there you go. That's a report about lake trout fishing. We'll uh, certainly be talking plenty about lake trout once winter hits or once you get out to Isle Royal, if you, if you get to. It's hopefully not soon. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, well, what else is happening? What's on your radar for outdoor news as we move into July and stuff? Yeah, so I'm working on a project with, uh, well, not necessarily a full project, but with the DNR right now for the Loon Monitoring Program in Cook County here. So I spoke with the non-game wildlife specialist with the DNR about a week ago. Mm-hmm. And so I also signed up to be a volunteer to monitor loons on one of the lakes here in Cook County. So I will be headed out next week to do that in field. And I will also be talking to a bunch of other volunteers who have been doing it for about seven to 10 years up here in Cook County too. So little infield action, yeah. monitoring loons. I'll be out in the canoe kind mm-hmm. of cruising around the lake and then, um, pairing it with the DNR interview that I did this last week and kind of a full circle, how important or why the importance of, of loon monitoring is in Cook County. Right. Okay, good. We'll look forward to that. Obviously the, the loon is a bird of that, you know, especially in the spring when we start to see him again, it's just like, oh, it's all my first loon of the year. So it'd be interesting to hear how the population's doing, what your observations are. Uh, also on a Upcoming episode, we're going to hear from some biologists from the Grand Portage Reservation that work with moose, wolves, bears, lynx, all kinds of animals of interest for people who listen to this podcast, including but you and I, Kelly, certainly animals that we're interested in learning about. And maybe we'll talk to them about any cougar sightings. There was actually one on the Arrowhead Trail from about four years ago. So we'll see if uh, Seth Moore and his team from Grand Portage have anything to say about that. They're going to be joining us on WTIP for some other conversations. So all that coming this July. 
Kelly, let's uh, let's get out of here and yeah. get outside. I know, sun's shining. Let's go. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 